The following is an exclusive presentation of the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this event is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of the Alabama High School Athletic Association and iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. High school postseason playoff baseball is on the air. Today's presentation is brought to you by the Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, First Bank of Alabama, WM Grocery, H&M Drugs, Farm Boys Cafe, Robertson's Air Repair, The Old Station, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, The Chuck House, Raybuck's Farm Supply, The Car Clinic, Meadows Farm Equipment, and The Randolph Leader. Stay tuned for pregame coverage on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services represented here independent of SPF. Welcome back to the Dog House, home of the Sweetwater Bulldogs, where the Woodland Bobcats are getting ready to take on the Sweetwater Bulldogs from Class 1A, Area 4. Woodland, of course, winning Area 7 in uh, Class 1A. We're now going to run down the starting lineups for the visiting Woodland Bobcats who will be batting first in this game and the fielding alignment for the homestanding Sweetwater Bulldogs. Today's starting lineups are brought to you by Lacey Gardner at J.C. Herco in Woodland. Men's and women's and children's haircuts as well as coloring services. Call or text for an appointment today at 256-452-6239. Batting first for the Bobcats, number 11. He's pitching Dalton Bolin. Batting second, playing left field today, number one, Brock Edwards. 
Batting third, playing right field, number two, Mick Bailey. Batting fourth in the DH role is Eli Rollins. He will be hitting for catcher Knox Israel. Batting fifth will be number 20, first baseman Callan Gay. Batting sixth will be number seven, second baseman Guy McManus. In the seventh spot will be number five, third baseman Tate Bradford. Batting eighth, number 30, center fielder Parker Woodham. And rounding out the starting nine will be number 10, shortstop Jackson Lovern. Again, the starting lineups today are Bolin, Edwards, Bailey, Rollins, Gay, McManus, Bradford, Woodham, and Lovern. We're going to turn things over to the PA system now for the Star Spangled Banner. And we are getting closer to first pitch live from Sweetwater High School down in Marengo County. We've given you the starting lineups for the Woodland Bobcats. We'll now run through the fielding alignment for the Sweetwater Bulldogs, the Area 4 champions. Sweetwater Bulldogs, also the 10-time state champion Sweetwater Bulldogs. We look over the field, and there's uh, five state championships that they have honored over the left field wall, and over on the right field wall, they have five more. Most recently winning the 2018 1A state title or they repeated from the year 2017. Catching today will be Walker Thompson playing first base will be Michael Allen Cole, second baseman John Singleton, third baseman Trace Luker. Shortstop will be LaShawn Young. Left, center, and right will be Jalen Lewis Horton, Chris White, and Peyton Everett. On the mound today for the Bulldogs will be their ace, William Etheridge, and talking with Coach, talking with Coach Craig McDaniel, from Sweetwater, the longtime head coach at Sweetwater, talking about their pitchers, of course, uh, Etheridge being involved. Their top three pitchers being Etheridge, Trace Luker, who's playing third base, and then the catcher, Walker Thompson. Chances are we'll see all three of them on the mound today. He says that their pitchers are good when they simply throw strikes. They can throw mid-70s with decent breaking stuff. So when you're in high school ball, especially in class 1A, you do a little bit of mixing in every now and then, you're going to come up with some good things. From uh, Coach Lane Gay, his uh, approach to the plate is going to be, of course, taking advantage of the advancing base runners, also be aggressive at the plate in early batters' counts. But overall, just stay focused, take the game one pitch at a time, and respond positively to adversity when it occurs. And, of course, baseball being a game that's a little different from basketball and football in the way that you don't have huddle or anything like that when it comes to scouting. Um, when it comes to uh, scouting your opponents, you can you know watch huddle, watch hours of film on huddle on football. You can do the same thing on basketball for the most part if the coaches are up for it. 
And I uh, can't really do that with baseball, especially when you're playing an opponent that uh, you're not used to playing, first of all, and, of course, playing an opponent that is across the state. So now standing in will be Dalton Bowen, and we are getting ready to go live from Sweetwater. First pitch inside will be swing and a miss for Bowen. First pitch at 4.25 p.m. First pitch will be a strike on the inside to Bowling. Next pitch coming. He'll go inside again, but he'll get a piece. He'll bounce off the pitcher. We'll go over to the shortstop. The throw is going to be in time for out number one. Bounced off the ankle of Etheridge. A great play by LaShawn Young at shortstop to make the throw over to Cole for out number one. I guess we can officially call that a one to six to three. And now here comes Brock Edwards. Good to see Edwards back in the lineup. He played in game one against Central Hainville, but dove for a ball and couldn't quite make it out to game two. But good to see that that injury didn't affect him too much, and he's back in the lineup. Next pitch from the right-hander. He'll golf this one in foul territory and sliding over, covering a lot of ground, is Michael Allen Cole for out number two. Just a tough break right there, barely making contact and covering a lot of ground was Cole. And very quickly, there are two down here in the first inning. Now it stands in Mick Bailey. Mick Bailey again standing in on the right-handed batter's box. He got a piece of it, but it will fall in the catcher's men for strike one. Good to see that command already. If you can catch up to it, you know you're going to get the strike call. 0-1. That's going to be behind him, a breaking ball that it looks like he let go a little earlier than he wanted to, didn't quite get the grip that he wanted, went behind Mick Bailey's head, and that's going to bring up a one-and-one -one situation. Next pitch, he got under that one, not making contact for strike two very quickly. Down one-two. Bobcats coming out in their blaze orange jerseys today, Woodland written across the chest in blue, outlined in white. 1-2 low, decided to keep the bat on the shoulders. Good call as going into the dirt was Thompson to pick that one out. It's a 2-2 now on Bailey. And he'll hit a ground ball. That's going to be Singleton going to his knees. A quick toss over to Cole, and that'll do it for out number three. So nothing doing for the Cats here in the top half of the first inning. Your scores, we go to the bottom half. Woodland nothing and the Sweetwater Bulldogs coming up. This is Bobcats Baseball from iSchool Sports, brought to you by the Knowles Group. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. We're going to the bottom half of the first inning very quickly. Woodland down one, two, three. Now going to run down the starting lineups for the homestanding Sweetwater Bulldogs as well as the fielding alignment for the visiting Woodland Bobcats. We'll first start with the starting lineups for Sweetwater. Batting first playing center field will be Chris White. Walker Thompson will be batting second. He will be catching today. Big Michael Allen Cole playing first base will be batting third. The pitcher will also be batting in the cleanup spot. William Etheridge getting the call. He'll be batting fourth. 
Batting fifth will be the third baseman, Trace Luker. DH will be David Etheridge. He's batting sixth. Batting seventh will be Peyton Averett. He's playing right field today. Playing shortstop and batting eighth will be LaShawn Young. And batting ninth, playing left field, will be Jalen Lewis Horton. Again, for the Sweetwater Bulldogs in the bottom half of the first inning, White, Thompson, Allen Cole, Etheridge, Luker, Etheridge, Averett, Young, and Lewis Horton. The fielding alignment for the Woodland Bobcats today playing first base will be Callan Gay. Batting, or playing second base will be Guy McManus. Third base is Tate Bradford. Shortstop is Jackson Lover. Left center and right will be Brock Edwards, Parker Woodham, and Mick Bailey. The battery today will be seventh grader Knox Israel getting the start behind the plate, and he will be catching Dalton Bolin. Dalton Bolin, uh, one of the more entertaining and more athletic players that we are going to see in uh, our area. As he is, of course, uh, committed and signed to play with the Southern Union Bison. So good to see that he is continuing his career, and he will be doing so close to home. Bowling coming into today's game, he is 3-0 with 1.01 ERA. He has 63 strikeouts to 14 walks in 34 and two-thirds innings of work. Eight starts. This will be the ninth start of the year for him. Had a season-high 14 strikeouts against Central Hainville. That was the uh, fourth or third time that he's reached 10 strikeouts in a game. So here comes Chris White stepping in with Superman logo on the back of his helmet. He's going to get a piece of this one, a quick toss to McManus. McManus will pick it up, throw it over to Gay very quickly for out number one. So much like Sweetwater, they're uh, much like Woodland, a very aggressive style at the plate for Sweetwater. Swing very early on in the pitch, and the outfield's doing their work to help out their pitcher. So with one down, here comes Walker Thompson. Walker, one of the more athletic players for Sweetwater. One of the matchups I've been looking forward to seeing all week is Dalton Bowling and Walker Thompson. Walker playing catcher today, but he will pitch a little later in this series. Next pitch, Allen's going to be behind him for ball one. Very similar to the throw that we saw from Etheridge where it looked like he wanted the breaking ball, but he lost grip about uh, a quarter into his delivery. So 1-0. That one going to be low, breaking late for ball two. It's 2-0 count to Walker Thompson, one down in the inning. We're scoreless in the top half of the first between Sweetwater and Woodland. 2-0. He'll go right back to McManus. McManus can't cover the ground. He'll roll into right field for Bailey. He'll quickly get it back in, and that's the first hit of the ball game for either team. Going to be a small ground ball single from Thompson. So Michael Allen Cole stepping up to the plate now. One of the bigger bats you'll see. He's also uh, pretty uh, pretty famous around these parts as well. Michael Allen Cole, the son of Big Mike. You may know him from Big Mike's Steakhouse, the original one from just down the road in Thomasville. Bowling looking over to first base, wanted to throw, but he's going to move his courtesy runner over. We'll get the... Name for him in just a second. First pitch to Allen Cole on its way. Off speed, just dipping below the knees for ball one. 
14 strikeouts last week for Bowling. See what he can do against one of the bigger powers in Class 1A. Next pitch gets the strike call. That one a little, same pitch that he threw last time, but a little higher, more on the outside corner. So one ball, one strike, one runner on to Michael Allen Cole. Throw over to first, casual throw. He's trying to keep him honest. Count will remain 1-1. Another quick look over to first base. Delivers inside off the knees for a ball. Getting more on the low side of the zone. That's going to be the approach for Bowling. Not a bad approach there. Trying to get a ground ball out here. Last two that last two batters he faced. He also got a low ball count. Next pitch outside. Not by much. It's now 3-1. count with one down. Had a quick throw look over to first. Bowling delivers. It's going to be a ground ball over to Lover, and Lover will go to second. They get that one. The throw is not in time. Thought he beat him by a step from here, but it doesn't look like he made the play. A great play from Guy McManus, and it doesn't get started without heads-up play from Lovern. So we'll call that a 6-4 fielder's choice. Cole is safe over at first base, and that will bring up William Etheridge. So the first pitcher versus pitcher matchup of the day, or actually, no, it's the second. Bolden led off the inning. Got a ground ball out. See how this battle goes off speed. And throw over to first. The throw is in time. They couldn't get the tag over. Off speed about knee high for Etheridge. One on with two down here in the bottom half of the first inning. Bowling will shake once. Next one. Outside low, that'll roll past Israel. And he's just going to eat this one. That one hopped in the opposing batter's box. Israel couldn't quite get over there to cover it. It rolls to the backstop, and Cole is safe over at second. A cinder block backstop. There is a small padding behind the plate to help out here in Sweetwater. Backstop not too far away from home plate. Runner in scoring position. Next pitch coming. That one's low. So we got a 3-0 count on Etheridge with Trace Luker on deck. Bowling will get a sign from Israel. Looks a second to make sure. Another one. Got him knee high for strike one. Etheridge thought about that one, but decided to lay off, and you could kind of tell there that he wished he hadn't. Quick peek over at second before he delivers the 3-1 off speed, and he'll foul this one off. Curveball there that started high, dropped right into the zone. So from 3-0, he's fought back to 
What a way to get out of this inning if you're bowling. Payoff, 3-2, runner going. That one's going to be high for ball four. Throw over to third. Do they get him? No, he dropped the ball. That would have been a heck of a way to end the inning there. Cole decided to take off on the 3-2 pitch. Of course, you're going to be going on contact in that situation, but the ball was high. Quick throw from Israel over to Bradford, but the throw and the tag were not on time. So now we got runners on the corners. Two down in the inning. Of course, in this situation, you've got Trace Luker. Of course, if you're familiar with high school football around the state, you know Luker and Sweetwater. That's uh, royalty here in these parts. Stacey Luker, of course, a longtime football coach here, won a handful of state championships here at Sweetwater. Throw to first, not in time. Yeah, he took his time getting the ball back to bowling is to say, hey, the only important person you got to worry about here is at the plate. Next pitch. That one about chest high, but he'll golf that one over to the rec league field that's just beyond the first base wall. So we got an 0-1 count. Quick check to first. Oh, I, third base. Next one coming. Another favorable pitch there about collarbone high, but he didn't quite find it. That will be ball one. It's one ball, one strike. Bowling's been starting out throwing low, but his command's working a little more high now. One, one. That one about Bill High, the helmet. It'll be ball two. Two balls, one strike to Trace Luker. Cole is on third base. Etheridge is on first. David Etheridge, the DH, is on deck. Two down in the inning for Bowen. Oh, looks like he just missed that one high as well for ball three. I guess the thing here is the first inning, of course, you're you know not used to playing a team like Sweetwater, but you're also not used to these officials too, an organization that's across the state. You're not used to how they're going to call those pitches. Next pitch, that one's high for ball four. That one inside tight just off the nose. So the bases are loaded now for David Etheridge, the sixth place hitter in the lineup. Play at any plate. All your focus has got to be right here on the batter. But we'll look to third pitches outside, I guess. That one missing on the low outside corner. Shake off Israel once, gets the sign on the second opportunity. 1-0. -oh. 
pop-up. That's going to go to the right side. Will it be good enough for Bailey? He's got it. And that'll do it for out number three. So for Sweetwater in that half inning, they leave the bases loaded. They had one uh, hit in the inning. No runs came across the score. We're going to the top half of the second inning. Your score, Woodland nothing, Sweetwater nothing. This is Bobcats baseball from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Win or lose, the name of the game is sportsmanship in AHSAA education-based high school athletics. The lesson learned on the field and in the bleachers is that good sports are winners no matter what the score. Sport high school athletics with good sportsmanship. This is a public surface, a public surface message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Eli Rollins, Callan Gay, Guy McMain is coming to the plate as we go to the second inning here in Sweetwater. We are scoreless. Stepping in is Rollins. The first pitch he sees, he'll swing at one knee-high fastball coming in. That will be strike number one. Rollins, he had a pretty good series against Central Hainville last week. Next pitch coming. That one off speed. An excuse me swing that will go foul. Pitch that I think he wanted to lay off of, but got a piece and just curved foul down the third baseline. Ended up going three for eight against Central Hainville, but the thing was is in game one, he didn't get a hit. Next pitch, knee high on the outside corner for called strike number three. So for the first time today, it will be Etheridge getting his strikeout. We'll now see Callan Gay come to the plate. First pitch outside to the lefty for strike one. Not wasting any time finding the zone is Etheridge. That'll be a chopper over to the pitcher, Etheridge. A quick throw over to Cole at first in time for out number two. So in will stand Guy McManus, Jr., batting com uh, coming in, batting 256 with Six singles, four doubles, and a triple, eight RBI. One for six last week against Central Hainville in the two-game series. Time called. Mainz will now step back in, and we're ready to go. First pitch, ground ball over to the second baseman. A pick, pick up, throw over to first, and again very quickly. Sweetwater will get the Bobcats, one, two, three. To the bottom of the second we go. Your score, Woodland nothing, Sweetwater nothing. You're listening to Bobcats baseball from iSchool Sports, part of 
High School Sports Network uh, broadcast family powered by the Knowles Group. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. To the bottom half of the second we go, Peyton Averett, LaShawn Young, and Jalen Lewis Horton will start us off. That will be 7-8-9 for the Sweetwater Bulldogs as we go to the bottom half of the second inning. We are scoreless between Woodland and Sweetwater. Dalton Boland coming in to inning number two, throwing 17 pitches. Last inning he walked two batters but got out of it on a fly ball to Mick Bailey. Sweetwater left the bases loaded, couldn't quite get any to score. See if the jitters are out and start seeing that Dalton Bowling command that we've come to know and love. Came in with 63 strikeouts on the year. So here comes Averett. First pitch. Found the zone. Called. Strike one. Been a pretty favorable spot for the home plate umpires, that outside corner to the right-handers. A one, off speed, ground ball. That'll be Bradford. Bradford will collect it. We'll throw it across in time for out number one. Now batting number four, LaShawn Young. LaShawn Young stepping up to the plate now, the eighth-place batter for Sweetwater. Good start to the inning for Dalton Boland and the Bobcats. First pitch to Young, an attempted bunt, going to roll down the left side, picking up will be Boland. The throw is not in time. Young beat it by a step. A play that nobody in the stadium expected. Maybe Sweetwater fans expected it. I don't know, but I know I sure wasn't. A ground ball that went about halfway between Bowling and the pitcher's mound and Bradford over at third base. Bowling called it off, made the throw. Throw was just not in time. So that'll be credited as a single for Young, and that'll bring up Lewis Horton. Ninth place batter, the... Left fielder had three hits against Pleasant Holm in the same stadium last week. Takes his time at the plate. He's now ready. Bolton will throw, and oh, he throws it behind Gay, and that's going to move Young to second at least. He's going to round second and get to third, and they are going to hold him up there. Throw that one hopped over to Gay. He lost control, rolled all the way to the fence down the first baseline. And 
And while the backstops aren't too far away from the plate, the fences and the dugouts are a little further away. He's going to attempt to bunt. That's going to stay in fair territory. No, it's going to roll foul. Good job by Boland to kill that one as soon as it rolled foul. Bunt that hopped, went down the first baseline. As soon as it hopped, it caught a blade of grass or a bug or something and went right back into foul territory. So they'll kill that one and we'll move Young back to third. So we'll have an 0-1 count on Lewis Horton next pitch. He'll swing at that one in the dirt. He did not make contact. It's going to roll behind the catcher and coming in to score is Young. Sweetwater has taken an early 1-0 lead. Bad news is Sweetwater will take the first lead on a pass ball, but good news is they've got Lewis Horton down to two strikes. Go back to the top of the lineup. See what we can do against White. So we got an 0-2 count against Lewis Horton. Look over to third, next pitch. High, and that was going to get away from Israel as well. That one about Bill High on the helmet. Ball one. Another pitch, that one's going to roll behind. That one about head high behind the helmet of Lewis Horton. Seen a couple of those today from both pitchers. So we now got 2-2. Two -two. Another throw, swing and a miss for strike number three. Going to be the first strikeout of the night for Bowling, and we're now going back to the top of the lineup for Chris White with two down. First time up, White grounded out to Guy McManus for the first out of the ball game. So now you've gone through the lineup one time. You know what to expect from everybody. Let's see how Bowling responds. First pitch to White. Ground ball, that's going to go to the shortstop lover, and he kicks it, and that's going to get in for a hit. Casual two-hopper there over to Lover. And coming in will be Walker Thompson. I'm going to call that one a single until you hear what Coach Gay says about that play. Walker Thompson, he got a single this first time up. Saw a lot of low ball pitches and some grounders the first uh, top half of the lineup. Quick throw over to first base will not be in time. Two down in the inning, one runner on. Here's the pitch to Thompson. Nope, he's going to look back to first base again.
Not an aggressive lead from White, but Bowling isn't going to just let him go. Next pitch. It's going to be in the dirt, and White will take second. As we said, not an aggressive lead, but when you're the leadoff hitter, you got a lot of speed to work with, and that's what happened. As soon as Bowling let the ball go, White was off, and he'll get the steal. So we've got a 1-0 count with two down, runner in scoring position. Look over to second. Line shot that's going to drop into center field. They're going to send White home to score, and that's going to be 2 nothing. And... Not sure if Woodham lost it or what, but Bailey goes behind him and makes the play. That'll be a double for Walker Thompson. It's 2-0 Sweetwater. Number 25, Michael Allen Cole. So White will come in to score on that Thompson double. Line shot in between the base and where McManus was set up. So now we're in the same position again with Two down in the inning, a runner in scoring position for Cole. He reached on a fielder's choice last time. That's going to be a line shot. That's going to get through the glove of Lover, and they're going to send Walker Thompson around third to score. And going around first is Thompson. He's going to stop halfway. They're going to throw to second. Do they get him? Yes, they do. The throw in. Thompson was about halfway, decided last second that he wanted to go back and then elected not to once the throw got past second base. And then Bowling threw it over to second base, and uh, that was uh, McManus covering, and that is going to be out number three. So we go to the top half of the third inning. Sweetwater holds a 2-0 lead over Woodland. This is Bobcats baseball from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Raybuck's Farm Supply, now open and serving all of Randolph County and surrounding areas. New inventory arriving daily. And with Mother's Day just around the corner, be sure to check us out for gift ideas for mom. A full-service farm supply store, open Monday through Friday, 7 until 5, and 7 until 3 on Saturdays. Raybuck's Farm Supply. Our phone number is 256-449-2255. Our address, 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Raybuck's Farm Supply, now open in Woodland. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your business's or favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station for affordable customizing with a quick turnaround. That's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. In accordance with AHSAA policy, live video streaming of AHSAA events is expressly prohibited without prior written consent from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Under no circumstances may parents or fans live video stream an AHSAA event. Violators will be removed from the stadium. This has been a public service message, message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. The bottom half of the lineup coming up for the Bobcats, it will be Bradford, Woodham, and Lovern. Woodland looking for their first hit and their first base runner of the ball game. It's been a very quickly 1-2-3 inning each time that Woodland's been up. They've made contact, but they've hit it right to the infielders. Tate Bradford coming to the plate, batting 241 with 14 RBI. 
He was two for six with a triple and two RBI in the series against Central Hainville last Friday. His first pitch is going to be a hard grounder. That's going to get through the left side of the infield. He's going to hold up at first. That's going to be the first hit of the ball game for the Bobcats. And just like the Sweetwater pitching staff has done behind William Etheridge, Woodland in this inning not wasting any time. They're being just as aggressive at the plate as the pitching has for Sweetwater. So now here comes Parker Woodham. Let's see if he can move him over. From the stretch, Parker, he's going to one-hop it over to the shortstop. He gets through his glove. Parker's going to reach base. They're going to hold Bradford over at second. Two pitches, two on for the Bobcats as we start the third inning. So now Bradford over at second base, Woodham at first, and here comes Jackson Lover, the ninth-place batter in the lineup. Goes back to what uh, Coach Gay said. All about being aggressive when you have to be, especially in hitter scouts. First two pitches of the inning, two hits for the Bobcats. And very quickly, <laughs> we're going to see a meeting on the mound. Coming up will be Jackson Lovern. Lovern with 234 average, 7 RBI, 7 singles, 4 uh, doubles. Had a season high 2 hits against Central Haneyville, also season high 2 RBI against the Central Haneyville Lions in round number 1. Coach McDaniel is going to break the huddle. Talk to the entire infield there. So before the collective wheels fall off for Sweetwater, wants to do what he can to stop it. Personally, I could have gone another, I don't know, five or six hits before he did that, but you do you. That's going to be a drop bunt for Jackson Lover. Nobody's covering first. Oh, they got him. Coming in to score is going to be Bradford. They weren't paying attention. Nobody was covering home plate, and Bradford's going to come in to score. It's now two to one, Bobcats. They had to call for Singleton to cover a ton of ground to go cover first base to field the bunt. But meanwhile, they made the play. Coming in to score is Bradford. So a perfect sacrifice situation for Jackson Lovern. He's going to get an RBI. That's going to move Woodham over to second. Now we're now back to the top of the lineup for Dalton Bowling. Good spot if you're bowling. you got to be feeling pretty good right now. First pitch he sees is going to be taken knee high. 534 average coming into the day for the senior bowling. Next pitch, outside corner for a ball. 5 for 5 in two games against Hainville last week. 3 RBI bowling the call time. Not a bad decision there for bowling to do that because the thing about Etheridge is once he gets the ball back, he is ready to fire. If you can do anything to get him off his rhythm, the better off you'll be. One down with a runner in scoring position. Bowling will look that one in, and that will be called ball two on the corner. Same location as the one before that, that outside corner. Not really holding him on over there at second, but Etheridge is going to take a step off. Going to call time and have a chat with Walker Thompson. Two of the key pitchers for... Sweetwater talking it out, but of course when Walker Thompson isn't pitching, he's behind the plate. 
you know, what better to have someone that can also pitch real well, also call the pitches. So Bowling will now step back in with a 2-1 count. One down in the inning. One run already coming across the score for the Bobcats. Look over to second. Next pitch coming inside. He'll swing, and that will hit the netting just to the right of us for a foul ball. Two balls, two strikes. Dalton Bowling, Brock Edwards on deck. Next pitch, low, and he'll foul this one off, and that will roll out into the field behind us. Count remain 2-2 here on this humid day in South Alabama. Quick peek to Woodham over at second. Next pitch, off speed. Bowling will pop this one up. Is it going to drop in the gap? It will not. It will be Lewis Horton making the play. Not covering too much ground there, and that will be out number two. So here comes Brock Edwards. Brock Edwards only playing in game one of the two-game series against Central Hainville last week. Went one for three with an RBI. See if we can find a way to get Woodham home and get out of this inning with a tie. Next pitch. Did that hit him? It hit something. I thought it was going to hit uh, – I thought it hit Edwards, but it actually hit the mid of Thompson. Since that one got away, Thompson was looking for the ball around the backstop. Woodham's going to take that easy pass over to third base. Now all you got to do is find a single somewhere, and that runner's going to come in to score. Or maybe he gets to pass the catcher one more time. That's going to be a fly ball going after it is White. He'll make the play for out number three. They leave a runner on third base. One run comes across the score. No errors in the field for Sweetwater. We're going to the bottom half of the third inning. It's now two to one or three to one in favor of the Bulldogs. You're listening to Bobcats Baseball from High School Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Where can you get good neighborhood service and surprisingly great insurance rates? At State Farm, because State Farm agent Ken Seifert is your one-stop shop in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around. State Farm agent Ken Seifert is ready to help. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Your score is 3-1 to one as we head to the bottom half of the third inning. Sweetwater on top of Woodland. A very exciting half inning there for the Woodland Bobcats as Tate Bradford came in to score on a sacrifice bunt from Jackson Lovern. Just a casual case of 
catching your opponent sleeping, and Lovern took advantage of it from third base, came in to score. They left Parker Woodham 90 feet away at third base in that last half inning, but they do get a run come across the score to cut into this deficit. Etheridge, Luker, and David Etheridge coming up to the plate. Sweetwater in their white uniforms, Bulldogs written in purple across the chest. Pinstripes. First pitch from Bowling to start the inning. Going to be low, but he'll golf that one, and that is going to curve foul. That one about, about five feet into foul territory, but for a while there, it wasn't, uh, <laughs> we weren't quite sure if that was going to go foul or not. Kind of hung up there and did just enough to curve over to right field. Trace Luker on deck, followed by David Etheridge as we start the bottom half of the third inning of game one between Woodland and Sweetwater. Off-speed pitch will foul this one off. That will go just to the left of us. No balls, two strikes. Oh, two. Hi, but he swung at that one anyway, and that is going to be a strikeout for Bowlin, the second of the night. And now that will bring up Trace Luker with one down. That pitch was in his face, high and tight, but the thing is, is when it's right there in your eyes, you're not going to see that one better. Looks like a beach ball coming right at you. You think you're going to crush it out of here. Didn't quite happen for William Etheridge, and that pitcher versus pitcher matchup went by the way of Dalton Bowlin. First pitch to Luker is going to be taken outside for ball one. Low and outside, ball one. Trace Luker walked his last time up. That's the last walk that Bowling issued back in the first inning. He'll golf this one foul on the left field line. They'll go towards the concession stand. It's one ball, one strike. Ball field that we're at is off campus, but not off campus by much. They're probably about a half a mile through the trees in right field of Sweetwater High School. Oh, we'll get the sign from Israel. Quick pause, now delivers. That one's going to be low, but he'll golf at that one as well for strike two. Hey, if he's going to keep doing that, then I'll take it. Well, that's two pitches that he's thrown to. Sweetwater hitters here in this inning, here in these last two at-bats that have been way out of the zone, and they've swung anyway. All about finding what works and sticking with it. One, two. Outside corner and a little high, just missed. That one about a letter high, but just off the plate. Count moves to 2-2, two, two, one down in the inning. Woodland Trail, Sweetwater, three to one. Next pitch, ground ball. That'll go over to McManus at second. A quick throw to Gay at first. He's got him for out number two. Ball 
Two down in the inning, and here comes David Etheridge. Good sign for Bolin is first two innings, he faced six batters each. But now he's got two outs, the first time he's had two up, two down here in this game. It's like he's starting to find command. It's starting to be fun to watch. That one going to be at the knees and then dropped for ball one. That one looked real good until it got to the plate. And all the power to Etheridge to lay off of that one. 1-0 coming. Outside pitch. Oh, he's not going to get the call. Two-oh count on David Etheridge. He flew out to Mick Bailey his last time up. Next pitch outside. He's going to get that call for a called strike one. Same spot, lower. But he made the, uh, got the call. Guess he's looking at a, a little pocket that he wants to call the strike. 2-1. Foul this one off down the left field line. So he's working him back to a 2-2 count. He's gotten a two-strike count to every batter he's faced here in, in this inning. Really starting to show his command. Payoff coming, off speed, high for a ball. A couple of batters ago, he would have swung at that one. Kind of that one about three inches off the knob of the bat, just high and tight. Peyton Averitt's on deck, but we hope he stays there. Full count coming, low for ball four. That one dipped right at the knees. Here's Peyton Averitt with one on. 3-1 ball game here in round one of the AHS, or round two of the AHSAA playoffs, rather. Game one of round two. Game two will be coming up approximately 6.30. But it could be a little after. Look over to first. Bowling delivers. Swing and a miss. Good way to start that at bat. Pitch in the higher part of the zone. Averitt swinging a little low. So we'll step back into the box. Ever having a chat with Coach Craig McDaniel down the third baseline. A one. He'll swing at that one in the dirt, too. Israel will pick it up. And going to second will be Etheridge. So the runner on second, Bowling will step back to the plate, or Bowling will step back on the mound. There he goes, and off-speed pitch, it'll foul off. 
One ball, two strikes. Again, familiar territory for Bowling here in this inning. He's gotten a two-strike count to every batter he's faced. And two out of the three times he's succeeded in getting that out. All-speed pitch, and he'll swing under for strike number three. They'll leave a runner on second base. No hits in the inning, no errors. Two strikeouts for Dalton Bowling. We go to the fourth inning. Your score is Sweetwater three, Woodland one. This is Bobcats baseball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. Good sportsmanship is a top priority for the AHSAA and our member schools. While you enjoy this outstanding event, please give all student athletes your positive support and encouragement. Booing, taunting, and derogatory remarks directed at opponents or contest officials are unsportsmanlike and unacceptable. This message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Nick Bailey, Eli Rollins, Callan Gay coming to the plate as we go to the fourth inning. Woodland Trail, Sweetwater 3-1 in game one of round two of the AHSAA playoffs. First pitch to Bailey. He'll swing in a pitch low. That pitch there, he started to swing, but about halfway through decided he didn't want it, but he was more than halfway, decided to finish it out. So 0-1, next pitch coming. He'll be a little bit more aggressive that time but he'll just miss for strike two. Next pitch coming, that one a little high for ball one. Nick Bailey grounded out to the second baseman his first time up. Woodland picked up their first hit in that last inning. Tate Bradford owns that one. He later came in to score. That one going to be low for ball two. So Etheridge, after starting off 0-2, has now gotten Bailey back into more of a hitter-friendly count with 2-2. Next pitch, low. Good job on Bailey to hold up on that one for ball three. Three balls, two strikes to Bailey. Coming up next, Eli Rollins. Here the Woodland dugout to our left getting excited. And he'll get a piece of that one. It will be a line shot that will drop in the outfield grass and roll to right field. Nick Bailey thinking about going to second. He's going to get there. Avert had a hard time getting the ball into his glove and throwing it back into the infield. Bailey will take advantage. And just like last inning, the Bobcats are going to start with a hit on a leadoff. So already in scoring position, Nick Bailey is there, and here comes Eli Rollins. Oh, 
Quick look over to second base. Rollins will pop this one up. It'll go right field to Averett. Averett can't get the grab. It'll fall into no man's land, and Bailey's going to move over to third base. They'll hold him off. Singleton and Averett, neither one of them can cover enough ground to make the play, and Rollins will take advantage. He's got a single on a drop. Runners on the corners. First and third, and here comes Callan Gay. I have an update from Lady Cat Softball here in just a second after this first pitch. But very aggressive like they were in the third inning. They got a run to come in to score. See what Callan Gay can do, the ninth grader. Good eye to lay off that one. Low and outside of the left-hander. It's going to be ball one. Clay Central leading the Lady Cats 3-0 in the bottom half of the second inning. That's the last score we have. That one a little tighter that time. Same spot, but maybe about an inch into the zone. So one ball, one strike. Eli Rollins at first, Mick Bailey at third. Callan Gay at the plate. Off speed, oh man, off speed on the outside corner again. So that will be called strike two. Can't help but think he's going to go outside here again. And he does, but Callan Gay can't hold up, and that's strike three. Same spot as three of the four pitches that were thrown in that at bat. Gay couldn't hold up. So one down in the inning, here comes Guy McManus. Guy McManus grounded out last time, but on deck, Tate Bradford. We all know what happened last time. Off-speed pitch and high for McManus. And a cry of wear it from the Woodland fans over to our right. Probably would hurt, but, you know, if you move runners over, you got to do what you got to do. Ground ball right side. Cole will take the easy route to first. He'll throw to second, and the throw is not in time. Coming in to score is Bailey, and it's 3-2. to two. So call that one three unassisted for McManus. That'll move Rollins over to second. Coming in to score is Bailey. Throw a little high over for uh, LaShawn Young, the shortstop covering second base. Sliding in under him was Eli Rollins. And here comes Tate Bradford. Tate Bradford, he got the first hit of the night for Woodland. Later came in to score on a bunt from Jackson Lovard. All that happened last inning. Quick peek over to second. Next pitch coming. He'll foul this one off, and that will roll into the field behind us. So one ball, one strike to Bradford. Bradford, a corner infielder for Bobcats. Usually you'll find him at third. Off speed, wanted to go, but couldn't quite commit. So one ball, two strikes. Usually you'll see him play in first base when Callan Gay is on the mound. Off speed, he'll swing at that one for strike two. So that's how this inning will end. One runner does come across the score, but they leave a runner over at second base. Your score as we head to the bottom half of the fourth inning, 3-2 to two in favor of Sweetwater. This is Bobcats Baseball from High School Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. 
Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. We go to the bottom half of the fourth inning. Your score, Sweetwater 3, Woodland 2. Sweetwater getting three runs in the bottom half of the second inning, but the last two innings for the Bobcats, they've gotten one each, slowly chipping away and uh, figuring out the pitching. Dalton Bowen's gotten a little stronger as well. LaShawn Young, Jalen Lewis Horton, and Chris White coming up to the plate as we start the fourth inning for Sweetwater. Last update we got from the Lady Cats playing Clay Central today at home. Down 3-0 in the bottom of the second inning. Bowling coming out for his fourth inning of work. Thought about dropping a bunt, but it'll pull back. It'll be ball one. In the second inning, LaShawn beat out a bunt for a single. One of those I don't think anybody saw coming. He's thinking about bunting again. Going to showcase that speed. Pulls back and he'll foul it off. One ball, one strike. One of the five hits that Sweetwater's collected in this game. Off-speed line, shot over to Big McManus, and he'll make the play for out number one. Casual liner over to McManus. And we'll have out number one, and here comes Jalen Lewis Horton. Saw a pretty long battle there with Lewis Horton and Bowling the last time up, which ultimately ended with Bowling winning it with a strikeout. So one down in the inning. More than looking to keep the Bulldogs off the board so they can continue chipping away at the plate. Off speed, he gets a piece. Foul ball. Steps back into the plate. Bowen will set now. Gets a sign from Knox. Powers through, off speed. That's going to be a ground ball over to Lovern. Lovern fielding it with no problem and digging it out of the dirt, but he can't do it as Callan Gay. That throw a little short, and he'll end up over at second base. Fielding play that looked good, but the throw just a little slow. Couldn't quite make it over to Gay.
It's now a runner at second base as we go back to the top of the lineup for Chris White. Chris White is third time up. Rounded out to Guy McManus in the first inning and in the second inning. He scored on a single one of the three runs that came across the score in the second inning for the Bulldogs. Got a stolen base while he was out there as well. Looked first. Powers, he swings. Will be a strike, but the ball will get away from the catcher, and they will move Horton over to third. It's now a runner 90 feet away for Chris White. One strike count for Bowen, one down in the inning. Bowen will step off. And give White a little bit more time to think about it. Now White will step back in. Bowen's ready to go. Quick peek over to third base. And he'll throw right down the middle for called strike two. Quick peek over to third base, but Bradford not holding him on. He's ready to make the play if the ball hits a grounder down the uh, third base line. He's more ready for that than he is a pickoff play at third, as he should be because, well, he can't really go anywhere when you're at third base. That's going to be off speed, and it will tail foul. He got a piece of that one. There's no wind blowing here in Sweetwater, but we've seen at least twice where a ball will be hit down the right field line and it just catches something and just tails off. The count will remain 0-2 for Chris White. See if Debo can finish here. He's got two strikeouts on the night. It would be great to see three right here, and he was close to getting it, but he'll foul this one off. And I know that uh, Sweetwater, several of their players have gone over to get the foul balls from the uh, rec league field. It's just beyond their dugout down the first baseline, but I wonder how many balls have actually been hit over there since this game started. 0-2 once more, and that's going to roll behind the backstop. They're going to send the runner, and he is safe. Another one of those that it looks like he lost grip of the ball, and it went behind White. Of course, too wide for Israel to make over on his left side, and it rolls off the backstop. So it's now 4-2. With... One down in the inning. See another two-strike count for, for Bowen. Wyatt will step out and kind of regroup after that, knowing the situation's changed. Have to imagine a little less pressure on him now. One, two. He'll get a piece, and McManus will pick it up. A quick throw, and that one's going to be in the dirt, and that'll get past Gay as well. And that's going to be a, another base runner for the Bulldogs. That ball, just a slow roller. Bowling tried to catch up with it. He couldn't get it. So McManus had to quickly make the play. And, of course, when you're being rushed, the throw isn't going to be exactly on the money, and that's what happened there with McManus. 
had a chance to make the play, but was a little rushed trying to get the ball off. So White's over at first base, and that'll bring up Walker Thompson. Walker Thompson, two for two on the day. Talking with uh, with their head coach, uh, Chris McDaniel. He was definitely one of the ones he continuously talked about. Now going to be taken in the zone right down the middle for called strike one. Bowling a little bit more comfortable finding the first, pay, uh, first pitch strike the last couple of innings. It's really helped his command a lot. One down in the inning, one runner on, one run across to score for Sweetwater. Bowling will just looking back. He got in position to make the throw, but decided to hold on to it. Very quickly, White is getting back. thing about White that we noticed in his last at-bat when he got on base, he doesn't really get a big lead, but he is fast. He covers a lot of ground very quickly. And he's going pitch inside. A throw is not in time. I think Israel was trying to work on the uh, work on the batter's interference there, but didn't get the call. Pitch that was inside, and Knox tried to get all the room he could to make the throw, but the umpire didn't give him the call. One one pitch is going to be taken outside for ball two. Runner in scoring position, one down for Sweetwater. Quick look over to Manus covering second. He'll back off. Next throw coming. An excuse me swing that goes in fair territory. Gay will pick it up down the first baseline, and he'll tag the base for out number two. Just a classic three unassisted there for Walker Thompson. He doesn't get credited with the hit, but he will move wide over to third base for Michael Allen Cole. Michael Allen Cole, he's one for two, but he's gotten on base both times. He reached on a fielder's choice in inning number one, and then he had a single the last time, but if you remember, he got out trying to go to second. He got halfway between first and second, and uh, ball came back in the infield a lot quicker than he anticipated. So the inning ended with him back in the second. Bowling with the throw, off speed, inside for called strike one. That'll really help you out there, especially to this guy. If we can quickly chase him out. Next pitch, outside and low for ball one. One ball, one strike to Michael Allen Cole. Royalty of the Big Mike Steakhouse family. Look to third, now delivers. That'll be in there for a strike on the outside corner. So one-two count on Cole. Umpire likes one little pocket over there on the outside part of the plate of those right-handed batters. and Bowen's had a good time finding it these last two innings. See if we can pay off right here and get out of this inning. Bowen, off speed, swing and a miss, strike three. They'll leave that runner stranded over at third base. 
But the run does come across the score in the Sweetwater half of the fourth inning. We go to the fifth inning, 4-2 to two in favor of the Bulldogs. You're listening to Bobcats Baseball from High School Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama, where you're first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. We go to the fifth inning. Your score is Sweetwater 4 and Woodland 2. We'll see 8-9-1 come to the plate for the Bobcats, Woodham, Lovern, and Bolin. That's where we really started to see production happen for the Woodland Bats back in the third inning. Uh, Tate Bradford led off the inning with a single, and then Parker Woodham came back behind him and uh, reached via an uh, error from the shortstop. Ended up at third base. So Woodham, Lovern, and Bolin. First pitch he sees, he'll golf this one behind us. Three hits on the afternoon for the Bobcats. Next pitch he sees is going to be taken for a ball on the outside portion. It's one ball, one strike to Woodham. Stands in with a Bat high off his shoulders. Next pitch is going to bounce off the plate. Ball two. I think Thompson behind the plate tried to stop that one with his bare hand as he shakes it off before he steps back in. That's going to be a one hopper over to the shortstop, and the throw is just in time. Beats him by a step. One hopper over to LaShawn Young. And quick throw just beats him for out number one. Definitely one of those that could have gone either way, but does not work out in favor of the Bobcats as we move on now to the ninth place batter, Jackson Lovern. Sacrifice bun and RBI for him. First pitch he sees is outside for ball one. Sacrifice bunt that caught the Bulldogs napping. Tate Bradford took advantage and scored. He'll swing the pitch outside for strike one. One ball, one strike for the left-hander, Jackson Lovern. Oh, got that one a little high for ball two. Got to be careful on those outside pitches. Next pitch. Outside again, ball three. Really patient approach here by Jackson Lovern as he knows that Dalton Bowen's on deck. One, he wants to help out his own case. And two, you got to feel like he's due. That one's going to be taken high for ball four. So 
After taking a first pitch strike, Jackson Lovren ends up on first base via the ball. And now here comes Dalton Bowen. Dalton Bowen a ground out in the first inning and a fly out to left field his last time up back in the third inning. And as we said, you know, he's on the mound starting to find a rhythm. He wants to help himself out. Off-speed pitch high will be taken. Foul. Bowen will step back into the box. Another left-handed batter for the Bulldogs. Pitch taken outside, run, throw to second base is high. And it will be Lovren getting the steal. So now that helps out Lovren, or uh, helps out Bowen a lot there. So Lovren now moves over to second base. Throw that was super high. And I've got to com uh, commend LaShawn Young the shortstop there because we've seen a couple of throws over to second base. He's covering from the shortstop position. The kid's got some hops. Guy goes way up there to get the ball. Pitch is going to be low off the shoe tops for ball two. It's bowling two balls, one strike. Quick step out of the plate. He'll tap the plate with his bat twice, and he's ready for it again. Next pitch. Oh, he found the corner again for a strike. Not only was that low, but that was over in Mississippi. And he'll swing at a pitch a little closer to the zone, and he'll foul that one into the Woodland dugout down the third baseline. A couple of oohs and ahs, but I think everyone's okay overall. And the at-bat will continue for Bowling. 2-2. Look over to second. Delivers. Ground ball foul. Golfed at that one a little outside. and Can't really blame him. It's the way that we've seen a lot of outside calls today. Seen it more to right-handed batters, but we've seen... Casually here these last two at bats to these lefties for Woodland. Off speed high for a ball. So Bowling continuing to fight. He's got a 3-2 count. Lovern at second base. The Bobcats down by two runs as we're in the fifth inning of game one. Low pitch is going to be a slow grounder over to Young. The throw to first is not in time. Jackson Lovern will move over to third base. He one-hopped the throw over to Cole covering first base, and I'm guessing maybe a foot was off or maybe the ball didn't get there in time, but Debo is going to beat that one out. Now runners are at the corners for Brock Edwards. Credit that one a single, a great play from LaShawn Young. Just a lot of things happening to not make that one happen. And coming out is Coach McDaniel to talk about it with the home plate umpire, asking exactly what he saw. And now they're going to look over to the first base umpire to get the call. Or I think mate. I think what he's wanting to do is asking if he can. Maybe he wants the first place uh, first base umpire to give him the signal, but the home plate umpire is like, nope. <laughs> call is the call. And I will take it. One down in the inning. Brock Edwards up to the plate. He's made contact a couple of flyouts to this point. 
We just got runners on the corners here. Favorable outcome. Pitch inside of that right-hander for ball one. Netheridge will look over. Runner going. Maybe a ground ball that he'll hit on top of the dugout down the third baseline. Bowling the first base runner, getting a good hop. As soon as Edwards made contact, he was about three-quarters of the way to second. But instead, he'll have to trot back. Edwards now stepped back into the batter's box. He's ready to go, and now he'll call time. Trying to slow the game down here is Brock Edwards. And as we've seen time and time again, Edwards doesn't like to waste time between pitches, especially when there are runners on. Edwards is ready to go. Edwards said, no, not yet. High for a ball. 2-0 count to Brock Edwards. Dalton Bowling at first over at third base is Jackson Lovern. Steps in, ready to fire his Etheridge. That'll be a ground ball over to the shortstop, and he almost misplayed it. The throw is going to be in time for out number two, but coming in to score is Jackson Lover, and it's now 4-3 to three in favor of Sweetwater. It's a way to move that runner over. Lover now comes in to score. I'll move Bowling over to second. Mick Bailey stepping into the plate now. He doubled and later came around to score back in the fourth. Quick peek to second. Good pitch on the inside corner for called strike one. Two down. Woodland continuously trying to chip away. Allowing three runs over in the second inning. They've gotten a run in each inning since. And there's a look at second. Nobody's holding him on. Pitch is going to be low in the dirt. Way to watch off that one. Way to throw up the stop sign to bowling over at second as well. Mick really adapted well in that last at bat. Really being patient there, and that ultimately led him to getting a double. Off-speed pitch. He wanted it. It's about knee-high. Probably would have been called strike anyway. But he just missed it. So now one ball, two strikes. To junior Mick Bailey, one of the what seems like millions of juniors on this team. Next pitch. Throw low. Bowen's going to try to steal, and they got him. Didn't quite get under the tag, and... Nick Bailey's left standing. So we end the top half of the fifth inning. Woodland does get a runner across the score. They leave none on. We go to the bottom half. Your score four to three in favor of Sweetwater. You're listening to Bobcats Baseball from High School Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats. At WM 
WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day, low prices from WM Grocery. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com The AHSAA reminds fans that we all play a role in the education of our students. Parents, fans, and people in the community all set an example for students, whether you're aware of it or not. Help set a positive example in everything that you do. Do your part, wear a mask, or stay apart. This message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Coming up to the plate for the Sweetwater Bulldogs in the fifth inning, William Etheridge, Trace Luker, and David Etheridge, four, five, and six. As the Bulldogs now lead four to three, Woodland getting a run in each of the last three innings. They're staying in this ball game. They are chipping away. Coming in for his fifth inning of work is Dalton Bolin. And Dalton Bolin, that is the longest outing that he's had, five complete innings. I think the only pitcher that's gone over five innings for the Bobcats this year was Eli Rollins back early in the year against Horseshoe Men in that amazing game that they had. So pitcher versus pitcher again, William Etheridge and Dalton Bowling. First pitch to Etheridge, going to be taken knee high, will drop and will bounce off the right shin guard of the home plate umpire for a ball. Bowen versus Etheridge. Etheridge walked his first time up into the third inning. Bowen struck him out. As far as the other way around, Etheridge has gotten Bowen to ground out and fly out, but in that last inning, Bowen got on via the single. So as of right now, Bowen's winning. Next pitch. That one high for ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Etheridge. Etheridge will step back in. will tap the bat on the plate three times. Puts the bat just a little off the shoulder. Actually bounces it a little bit in a crouching style. Next pitch, ground ball to Lovern. Lovern will field it cleanly. A good throw. Oh, it's a little high over Gay. He'll take first and will head over to second base. Trace Luker will come up to the plate now with the runner in scoring position. A walk and a ground out for him so far. Middle lineup not, uh, not producing as much as I'm sure Sweetwater would like. It's really been the top half of the lineup. That's going to be a fly ball, center field, Woodham. Oh, and Woodham drops the ball. He's going to pick it up and get it into the infield, but not before Etheridge slides into third base. Taking advantage of the throw will be Luker. Nail betting, number three, David Etheridge. So two batters in the inning, two errors for the Bobcats. Somebody's got to step up 
Two runners in scoring position, and here comes David Etheridge. Etheridge has gotten on base once via the walk. Flew out to Mick Bailey to record the third out for Sweetwater in the bottom half of the first. First pitch to him, letter high, called strike one. Game two will be coming up approximately 6.30. I doubt that that will actually be the game time as we're in the fifth inning here and it's about 10 to 6. Say about 15, 20 minutes after the conclusion of this game, we'll have game two for you. Look to third. Next pitch, off speed, knee high and inside. The ball one. So one ball, one strike to David Etheridge. Peyton Averett is on deck. LaShawn Young after him. Again, not a lot of production from uh, runners uh, or batters four through nine. Some have gotten on via the walk. Some have gotten on via the error. Inside pitch for a ball. Two balls and one strike. Looking down from batters four through nine in the lineup for Sweetwater, the only hit belongs to LaShawn Young, the shortstop in the eighth-place batter. He singled back in the second inning and later came across to score. All of their hitting production has been one, two, three. Next pitch is going to be high for ball three, and you could probably hear the grunt from Debo there as he knew he lost control of that one. So now he'll walk off the mound and take some time to himself, try to calm himself down, try to get refocused. Next pitch, outside and low for ball four. As the bases loaded, here's Peyton Averett. Peyton Averett grounded out to Tate Bradford in the second inning, struck out his last time up in the third. And a quick conference on the mound called by Tate Bradford. Try to calm down his senior. The rest of the infield will join him. Jackson Lovern and Guy McManus is going to come over and not going to be too big of a conference. They're going to stay, stay kind of far away. Bolton's got something on his mind, wants to communicate it to everybody, make sure everybody's ready to go. Got to be playing tight here, especially on the ground balls. So here's Peyton Averett. First pitch he sees is going to be low for ball one. Averett, squatting position, right-handed batter's box will bounce the bat off his right shoulder. Next pitch, he'll foul it off left side. So one ball, one strike. Base is loaded for Sweetwater with no outs in the inning. They lead four to three. And it's going to be high. That gets behind the backstop, and coming in to score will be Etheridge. The throw will not be in time. Sweetwater extends their lead to 5-3 to three on a pitch high above 
the grasp of Knox Israel. I'll advance everybody up 90 feet. So now Luker over at third base, and David Etheridge will be at second. It'll be a 2-1 count to Peyton Averett. Coach Lane Gay is going to have a quick conference on the mound with his infield. Calm everybody down. So Peyton Averett, right behind him, LaShawn Young, as we mentioned. LaShawn, the only batter to have an actual recorded hit uh, in the batting order, four through nine. A lot of the hits coming from one, two, three. Chris White with a single in the second inning. Walker Thompson has two hits. Michael Allen Cole has reached base twice. He has one hit, but he reached on a fielder's choice back in the first inning. We've had, uh, let's see, four walks, three errors, and one hit. And that's combining uh, batters four through uh, four through nine. That's Etheridge, Luker, Etheridge, Peyton Everett, LaShawn Young, and Jalen Lewis Horton. Meeting's over, and we got a 2-1 count to Averett. High and tight for Averett for ball three. Luker at third, David Etheridge at second following the pass ball. Bowling settles, delivers inside, high and tight. That'll be ball number four, the second straight walk of the inning for Bowen. Number four, LaShawn Young. LaShawn Young singling in the second inning. Good time to reset here if you're Dalton Bowen. Ground ball here, and we may just liven the spirits up a little bit. Rely on your defense, especially in the infield, to make it happen. Beautiful pitch down the middle, letter high for strike one. Just need some time to settle, something good to happen to get back in rhythm. He'll lay down the bun. It will hug the line and go right through the glove of Tate Bradford, and it will die a mere inch or two from the foul line down the third base side. Oh, my goodness. Tough break there. Bradford was ready for it. He came in. I don't know. I don't even think it touched his glove. It just went right under. Bradford couldn't pick it up. So coming in to score on that one is Trace Luker. Two runs now across for the Bulldogs in this half inning. They lead six to three. First pitch is behind Knox. Knox will throw it home. The throw was high, not in time. Just lost it on the top of his glove and it's rolled casually back in the grass. The throw back to Bowling covering, not in time. So Etheridge now comes across to score. Averett now over at third base. LaShawn Young at second. Nobody on first base. No down in the inning. Three runs across for the Bulldogs in this half inning.
Take the third, next pitch, high. So 2-0 count on Jalen Lewis, Lewis Horton. On deck, Chris White. Beautiful off-speed pitch that finds a zone for a called strike. It's 2-1. Bowen will shake off the sign from Israel, gets the second one he puts up. And fires in the dirt. That will get past Israel again, and coming in to score is going to be Averett. So Averett now scores. Young now over at third. Bobcats still looking for their first out of the inning, and they trail 8-3 to three to Sweetwater. Three-one count to Horton. High and tied for ball four. Third walk of the inning for bowling runners at the corners. And here is Chris White. Pitch outside, and they will just concede the runner. So stolen base from Lewis Horton will now put two runners in scoring position. Ball taken high to White. Pitch in the dirt, and that will get away from Israel, and that will roll into the Sweetwater dugout. So as that ball does roll into the Sweetwater dugout, only one run will be allowed to come across to score. To score young, Lewis Horton's going to stay at third base. Nine to three, Sweetwater. You're in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Game two coming up after this one. All-speed pitch high, just missing. So 3-0 count on the leadoff hitter for the Bulldogs, Chris White. Delivers off the elbow, called strike. I'll take that one all day. Three-one off the plate. That will roll behind Israel, and coming in to score is Lewis Horton. Now batting, 
Number two, Walker Thompson. So it is the fourth walk of the inning, and Coach Lane Gay coming out, and I have one more chat, and I believe it's going to be Jackson Lovern going to be taking over on the mound. So while he warms up, we're going to take a break and let you hear from our sponsors. Your score with none down in the bottom half of the fifth inning, it is 10-3 in favor of Sweetwater. You're listening to Bobcats Baseball from High School Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Coming into pitch now for the Woodland Bobcats, Jackson Lovern. Jackson Lovern, the junior, coming in with an 0-3 record, a 6.85 ERA with 25 strikeouts to 23 walks and 30.2 innings of work this season. This will be the 10th game that he's appeared in. He has four starts. Season high five strikeouts against Donahoe back in the Randolph County Playdates back on February the 25th on that cold Thursday night. Uh, Season high, uh, six and one-thirds innings pitched against Widawi back on April the 5th, and he has pitched over six innings twice. Last time out, he threw uh, two innings against Widawi back on April the 20th. So we'll see what Lovern has to get us out. Throw over to first is going to bounce off the bag. Going to roll over to the fence, and... That will move wide over to second. Jackson Lovern coming over from shortstop. Bowling will go take his place. Just a casual swap. Thompson will step back in. Next pitch is going to be a... Ground ball and a pitch inside. A grounder to bowl in it short. The throw to first base in time to a stretching Gay is good for out number one. First out of the inning, and up comes Michael Allen Cole. One pitch, one out for Lovern. Had a pitch on the inside, and we got timeout as the third base runner, Chris White, is, I believe he's showing signs of having a cramp as his head coach, Chris McDaniel, stretching him out.
And while we have a second, we'll give you a message from the AHSAA. Good sports are winners no matter what the score. Good sportsmanship is everyone's responsibility. Please keep the standards high and the game enjoyable for all by showing respect for players, coaches, fans, and contest officials. This message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Last score update we got from softball. It was 3-0 Clay Central in the bottom of the third inning. Big thanks to Coach Bethany Johnson for keeping us updated on that game. Also shout out to Terry Allen listening in. Shout out to Bo Williams listening in. T.A. getting ready to do color for the Bobcats for the third straight year with me. Looking forward to returning back to the booth with him this fall. Delay is over and inside pitch for Lover, and that's going to be called strike one. Lover in the first two pitches he's thrown has worked into the inside, and both have worked to his favor. Off speed in the dirt, but a good block from Israel to keep that one in front. So ball one, one ball, one strike to Michael Allen Cole. Muggy late April day here in Marengo County. Good off speed pitch that he'll foul off and that'll land in the rec league field. Looks like we got a team I don't know if we got a game going on or a practice going on, but we got some activity over there in that field beside us. One, two. High, just missing. It's two balls, two strikes. If Lovren can win this battle here. Next pitch. And the dirt again. Another good block from Israel to keep that one in front. It's three balls, two strikes to Michael Allen Cole. Officially one for three on the day. And he'll swing at a pitch in the dirt. And Israel will throw over to third base on the drop third strike, and the throw is in time. Strike him out, throw him out for Knox Israel. So it will, it will go down. Okay, it's going to be a little, a little confusing of a situation here. We will try to... Break this one down. Okay, so that was a drop third strike by Michael Allen Cole. Israel picked it up, threw it to Bradford covering third. Bradford then threw it back to Israel. Israel laid the tag down on Chris White, who was moving from third to home. So we'll just have to go for the fourth out here in this inning, the rare but always fun play. Because of that, Cole is over at second base. So for the second time this inning, here comes William Etheridge. He reached on an error earlier in the inning. 
Next pitch he sees is collarbone high for strike one. So one ball, one strike to Etheridge. Etheridge, you know, he's got to be happy of how this inning's unfolding. Just a quick little push back over from Lovern. McManus not holding on to the bag, but he's definitely close by. They're working him out, and now he backs up. Fly ball, playable. Callan Gay going back to make the play. He's got it for out number three. So an eventful inning there for the Bulldogs. The six runs come across to score. We go to the top half of the sixth inning. Sweetwater leads Woodland 10-3 here in game one of round two of the AHSAA playoffs. You're listening to Bobcats Baseball from High School Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. A story of tradition eclipsing 100 years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray it from the Car Clinic. Top of the sixth inning we go. Sweetwater leads Woodland 10 to three. Six runs coming across the score for the Bulldogs there in that last half inning. But we got two more innings to make it work. What better time to start it now than with Mick Bailey. We'll see Mick Bailey, Eli Rollins, and Callan Gay come to the plate for the Bobcats as we go to the top half of the sixth inning. Game two will come up about 15, 20 minutes after the conclusion of this one. It was approximately supposed to be 6.30, but as these things go, game two will not start on time. First pitch he sees, he'll lay off that one for ball one. McBailey was left at the plate the last time up as Dalton Bowling was thrown out at third base. Ended with a 1-2 count, and we'll start off this one a little bit more favorable. Next pitch is going to be in the dirt for ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Bailey. Bailey, the only multiple base hit that Woodland's recorded today, later came across a score on a double back in the fourth. Another one that's just about 58 feet to plate. Big ball three. Bailey's locked in, but he's patient. Tell he's ready to swing if he likes it, but if it's not, he's going to hold off. Doesn't like to settle up there. 3-0, ground ball right side, and Cole will pick it up, and the throw is not in time. Michael Allen Cole had to cover a lot of ground right there. Singleton, the second baseman, he could not go over and cover the bag, so they had to rely on William Etheridge, and Etheridge, he had the ball, but he, was, he couldn't quite uh, find the bag with his foot. 
So Mick Bailey's going to come in to score. Or not come in to score, but he will uh, go over to first base. I'd like for him to come in to score. Credit him with a single there. So here comes Eli Rollins. Rollins with a single his last time up. He was stranded at second base last time up. For Rollins, quick throw over to first base, and they got Bailey sleeping. Oh, man. Wasn't even that far off the bag, but quick throw over, and they got him out. Chalk that one up to the CS caught stealing. Bailey's off the base paths now, and there's one down for Rollins. First pitch to Eli. Good pitch, just a little outside for a ball. And Eli Rollins, 21 for 63 on the year coming into this game, 333. Swung at a pitch that tailed inside for strike one. One ball, one strike. Three for eight against Central Haneyville in two games last week. Next pitch outside and low for a ball. We mentioned this earlier, but went 0 for 4 in the first game and came back with three hits and five RBIs in game two. Next pitch is going to be taken high for a ball. It's three balls, one strike to the junior Eli Rollins. Knee high called strike. Oof. Another one of those that could have gone either way. Three, two count, anything close in the dirt, and he'll take the walk. So early on, two base runners for Woodland. The first two have reached base. McBayla being uh, thrown out and was caught stealing. So now here comes Callan Gay. Callan Gay, a ground out and a strikeout. First pitch is inside. He'll swing at that one foul. Last at bat, everything that Etheridge threw to Gay was outside. Who starts off with this one inside. Inside pitch again, knee high. So no balls, two strikes to the ninth grader, Callan Gay. Yeah, it will shake off two signs. He'll take a quick look over to first base, then fires the 0-2 pitch, and Callan will get a piece of this one as it rolls to the backstop. One on, one out for Woodland here in the sixth. They trail 10-3 to to Sweetwater. We are in game one of... A two, possibly three game series of round two. It's going to be an excuse me swing. Ground ball over to shortstop. They throw and he drops the ball. Are they going to say he was out? Are you kidding me? All right, I'm trying to make sense of what's happening here. It looks like they called Eli Rollins out, but the short, the second baseman clearly dropped the ball. And Eli Rollins, he's going to come across the score while they try to throw it around and try to make sense of it. And they're going to ask Coach Gay to appeal it. Guy McManus is asking for it. 
And now Coach McDaniel's going to come out and have a chat, and what in the world does he have to be confused about? Oh, man, okay. So they are going to say that, okay, now Coach Gay is going to have a chat with the, the home plate umpire. And we are close to the conversation, but our mics aren't going to be able to pick it up. So, unfortunately, we won't hear exactly what's going on, but we can probably tell by the body language one way or the other if Coach Gay likes it. And Coach Gay seems to be accepting of the call. All right, so Callan Gay, now i got to figure out how to score Callan. Does he get in for a single? I don't know. <laughs> so Callan, he had a ground ball over to the shortstop. Shortstop picks it up, throws to second. Umpire calls him out. Then the second baseman drops the ball. And uh, Sweetwater, they weren't exactly sure. They, they saw the umpire make the call but weren't exactly sure if the play was still live. So they're throwing it around, and Callan Gay is going to get over to second. So I'm guessing they'll call that one a fielder's choice. And that one's going to hit Guy McManus in the back of the helmets, and now two runners on for the Bobcats with two down. So for Callan Gay, that'll be a 6-4 fielder's choice. And Guy McManus is hit by a pitch. Now here's Tate Bradford. Bradford, one of the few batters from Woodland to get on and come across to score. Quick peek over to second outside pitch. Bradford will swing under that one for a strike. So yeah, bizarre play there, but Woodland has two down in the inning. Two on, though. Pretty favorable for Bradford. Next pitch to Tate. It's going to be outside. And I don't know if it's a sign for Methers that he's running out of gas or not, but he is hurling that thing in there now. You know with him being out there as long as he has, you know it's not because he's been holding back. Going to be a ground ball, and it goes right back to Etheridge. At the pitcher, he'll throw over to Cole at first for out number three. Bizarre inning there, but the Bobcats will leave two stranded. No runners come across to score. We go to the top half, or bottom half of the sixth inning. Your score, 10-3 in favor of Sweetwater. You're listening to Bobcats Baseball from iSchool Sports. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your business's or favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station for affordable customizing with a quick turnaround. That's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Going to the bottom half of the sixth inning, your score is Sweetwater 10 in Woodland 3. Jackson Lovert coming out for his second inning of work. Stayed out there for a complete inning, recorded all three outs last time. Trace Luker, David Etheridge, Peyton Averett coming up to the plate for Sweetwater. Woodland leaving two on there in a very 
Kind of bizarre middle of the inning right there. Will involve Eli Rollins and Callan Gay, but either way, didn't really go the way we wanted it to. So here's Trace Luker, David Etheridge on deck, Peyton Averett will be in the hole. Trace Luker, he's gotten on base twice, once via walk, once uh, via the error. Second error of the inning back in the uh, fifth. He's also grounded out to Guy McManus. So Luker will step in. All-speed pitch, knee high for ball one. One coming from Lover in the same spot, but that one will actually drop before we get to the plate for 2-0. Luker, of course, a pretty popular name here in Sweetwater. As you go to a lot of hometowns, there's usually about three or four really popular names throughout the town. Luker, definitely one of them. That one about knee high, but drops as soon as it gets to the plate for ball three. Stacy Luker, a pretty good football coach, won a couple of state titles with the Bulldogs football program while he was here. <clears throat> He's coached at several different places, Clark County, Demopolis, over here in the southwest corner. Next pitch, he'll lose him for ball four. Now batting, number three, David. Now here's David Etheridge. Now there's time. I think we're going to try to get a going to try to get a courtesy runner, but the courtesy runner that Coach McDaniel's wants is warming up a pitcher in the bullpen down the left field line. So we're going to have to settle for somebody else. Coming in to run now will be number 17, Austin Smith, a 10th grader for Sweetwater. One on, no outs. Here comes David Etheridge, the designated hitter, hitting for John Singleton. Another all-speed pitch that he'll foul off. And judging by the reaction of the crowd, I believe somebody either got hit or almost got hit on the rec league field over to our, our right. I believe we've got a game going on uh, over there as well. It's a pretty happening spot here in Sweetwater, Alabama. Next pitch going to be taken high for ball one. Much like last Friday at the Central Hainville game, you had all the rec league teams over at the rec fields playing as well. It was just a Pretty busy night in Woodland, Alabama. Everybody in town was at either one of those two places. Ball's going to be in the dirt and it'll get behind Israel. And we'll roll down the first baseline and moving over will be Luker.
It's two balls, one strike to Etheridge. Officially 0 for 1. He flew out, but he's also walked twice. Later came across the score in that big inning for them in the fifth. Quick throw over to second base. It's not going to be on time. Good job by McManus to stay close to the bag and deliver the tag, but the runner was already back. Next pitch inside. That actually gets him on the outside shin. Now batting, number 15, Peyton Surprisingly, on either side, we've only had two hit by pitches, and both of them have been in this inning. Had Etheridge that hit Guy McManus in the last half of the inning, and now Jackson Lovren hits David Etheridge. So now there are two on, Peyton Averett at the plate. Peyton walked his last time up, came across the score. Outside pitch just missing for a ball. It's one ball, no strike, two on, no down here in the bottom of the sixth. Ooh, that one a little low, but he'll kick that one for a strike. Came across the plate where it needed to. It was about knee high when it crossed the plate, but Israel had to pick that one out of the dirt. Ooh, swung under a good off-speed pitch on the inside corner. Strike two. One ball, two strikes to Averett. Getting him out here would be huge. Ground ball, the roll foul on the third baseline. So he'll keep it alive at one ball, two strikes. Quick peek over to second from Lovern. Lovern will now deliver the one, two, and that will roll in the dirt past Israel. Everybody else will move up 90 feet. So now Luker's over at third, Etheridge over at second. Count now moves to 2-2. Two, two. Runners can't go anywhere, so the fielders are a little lax on the base runners. All-speed pitch that's popped up about four miles into the sky. He's going to come down with that one. That's bowling it from the shortstop position. He'll hold the runners. F6 for the first outs of the inning, and here comes LaShawn Young. LaShawn Young. LaShawn Young, a single and a sacrifice. He's come around to score twice. Got to be ready for the bunt here, and we see Bradford over on the left side of the infield with his toes in the infield grass. He will not bunt this time, but except he will punt, uh, put this one up, and Israel went to make the play, but he lost it as it came down. So now the bases are loaded. Jalen Lewis Horton. Up to the plate with one down. Ten to three, your scores. We're in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Woodland trailing Sweetwater here in game one. 
Game two coming up next. A sweep by either team, and we're not playing tomorrow, but a split, and we're right back here at 5 o'clock tomorrow. We'll get a piece of that one and foul it back. And Delan Lewis Horton has reached base twice, even though he's officially 0 for 2. In there for called strike two. Okay, so Lovren starting to find some command here. Bases loaded, Luker at third, Etheridge at second, LaShawn Young at first. Oh, two. Low, and that's going to be another hot shot to Guy McManus. That's going to slide right by him. One run will come across the score. They'll send another one. They're actually going to send the third one home. Three runs are going to come across the score. A three RBI double from Jalan Lewis Horton. He clears the bases. He's the only one standing right now as Luker, Etheridge, and, a and uh, Young all come across the score. And because of that, the run rule is into effect. 13-3 is your final score. We're going to take a quick timeout, and when we come back, we'll have Game 2 action live from Sweetwater here on the iSchool Sports Network. Your final score in Game 1, 13-3 in favor of Sweetwater. Game 2 coming up next. <laughs> 